You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Like we always do about this time. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, E-Dub, and uh, welcome into the show, folks. However you have joined us, we are appreciative of you taking some time out your busy schedule to hear us talk about the Atlanta Hawks and uh, NBA and all of that jazz. But uh, first things first, man, let's get rid of some of this housekeeping. Like I mentioned earlier, you have tuned in to the Hawks Beat Podcast. This is episode 10 of volume 5. And um, a big thing, a, a big part of what we do is on social media platforms. So we invite you to stop what you're doing. Well, don't stop listening. Stop what you're doing. Go to Twitter. Go to Facebook. Go to all your social media platforms and follow the Hawks Beat. On Twitter and Instagram, our nickname is uh, Hawksbeat. I'm not our nickname, but our username <laughs> is the little at symbol, at Hawksbeat. You'll find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and there you'll be abreast as to everything we go on, that's going on with us. Usually when we watch Hawks games, we'll live tweet our comments during the games. At home games, we we stream Coach Pierce's after uh, post-game press conferences and uh, we just got a lot of stuff going on on our social media platforms, Facebook as well. Just search the Hawks Beat and you'll find us. So if you would like to subscribe to our podcast, just go to, man, we're on everywhere. <laughs> we're on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. We are on Podomatic. We are on some platforms that I have never even heard of. <laughs> so uh, just make sure you check out the Hawks Beat any way you can. Make sure you share um the content that we provide because we really work hard trying to get this content out there. So 
I believe that's it. So uh, sit back and relax for the next 30 minutes, man, and let's get this show started. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this first segment is simply entitled The State of the Hawks, on which we pretty much look at the state of the Hawks. <laughs> just self-explanatory. We just take a look at where the Hawks are record-wise in their standings and the current, uh, you know, the current state of where they where they are. Right now, this Hawks team is 19 and 39 going into the All-Star break. So um, we just wrote a piece about the All-Star break and just um, we gave out mid-season grades. And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit on this podcast today, grading the positions, not necessarily the players, but the positions. Um, so we're going to get into that very shortly, but like I said, the Hawks are 19 and 39 going into the all-star break. We are past the halfway point, but you know, a lot of people look at the all-star break as kind of like the halfway point, even though you play like over 50 something games, but you know, kind of is what it is. <laughs> uh, as of now, the Hawks are 9, 10, 11, the 12th best team in the East. Uh, and that is 12 out of 15. So, uh, Knicks, Cleveland, and Chicago are holding down those bottom three spots in the race for Zion. Don't forget Phoenix out there in the West. They have 11 wins. They are 11 and 48. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see how these draft ping pong balls end up. Because, I mean, let's be honest. Everybody is covering the Zion Williamson kid out of Duke. However, there are still some good players out there. As this season draws to a close, we will start to pay more attention to these draft guys, these, these guys who are uh, going to come out. We're going to pay a little bit more attention to these guys, um, you know, that are going to go pro because they're going to have implications that directly affect the Atlanta Hawks. So we're going to look at those as well. Um, up to this point, what is my thoughts on the thought oh, on the thoughts? <laughs> what are my thoughts on the Hawks? <laughs> I tell you what, man. Beginning of the season, I said this team was a thirty-win team. Not a thirty. I said the ceiling was thirty wins. I said the ceiling was thirty wins. They got eighteen wins, and I think that I'm going to be pretty close on that prediction. Um, and, and I'll tell you this, and I don't want to give away everything that I wrote in the, that on the piece that we have up on our website. Make sure you go by thehawksbeat.com and check out our latest piece. But um, if you would have told me that the Hawks had the injuries that they had with John Collins, with Torian Prince, with Dwayne Dedman, um, with Kit Bazemore, and that they would still be you know, knocking on 20 wins going into the All-Star break, I would be like, Give me a break. Like, that would be 10 to 12 wins, easily 15 at the max. But um, I think in a, like, a low-key way, this team has overachieved a little bit. Like, can you say that for an 18-win team? I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. But, um, yeah, this, so this team has very has, has been very, I would say, above average offensively. Um, they have certainly... Um, Proven that they can compete offensively with just about any team in the league. However, defensively, this team has been 
Uh, very bad. Like, they're last in the league as far as points allowed. Um, but, I mean, you, 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 you knew what you were getting into. You drafted three offensive guys for the most part. And, uh, even though Coach Pierce is a defensive-minded coach, um, you drafted a bunch of, um, you know, offensive guys, and, and this team doesn't really have any dogs on this squad to, you know, play defense outside of, you know, DeAndre Bimmery, Kim Basemore, uh, maybe even John Collins. Uh, this is an offensively, offensively-minded team. So it's going to be interesting to see where exactly this team goes um, as far as the draft is concerned. It's going to be interesting to see where this team drafts. They're still probably going to have a top 10 pick. Um, I don't think it'll be top five. I don't know because the draft positions are, are totally different this year. Um, I think that, uh, which pick do they have? The Cleveland pick might convey, um, but you know, that there's, that's still up in the air. They still have another, so they're, they're still going to have probably about three first round draft picks and, um, you're going to need Travis Slink to do his magic again. I mean, you're going to need Travis to do his magic again. And I would say last year, another good class with Trey Young, with Kevin Hooter, uh, and Amari Spellman has been decent. Um, most more, more most notably, that 19th pick with Hooter. It's like, man, you're picking 19, and it's like you hit again. Because last year with the 19th pick, you picked John Collins. And John Collins, for all intents and purposes, has turned into a 20-10 machine this year. He's averaging... Right at 20 and 10. And, I mean, for, for grabbing a guy at 19 and, and him giving you 20 and 10, that, that's pretty good. So, um, uh, right now the State of the Hawks, are, are, they're not winning so many games where you're just like, oh, man, we're going to get a crappy pick. But they're not losing enough where you're just like, oh, man, there's no hope. So, I think they're finding a good balance <laughs> between the wins and the losses, as crazy as that sounds. But... Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this team closes out the season as far as just a mindset is concerned. Is How do you compete when you know you're not going to the playoffs, when you know uh, these games don't really mean much, you know? Um, so it's going to be, I'm going to be looking at it from that standpoint. How are you going to compete against these squads when on a Wednesday when Phoenix comes to town, you know what I'm saying? Uh, or when you play Orlando like on a Sunday afternoon, you know? What is going to be your level of competition? What is going to be your level of professionalism? And that is something that we're going to be looking at towards, uh, well, really after the All-Star break. So this has been the State of the Hawks. Uh, what we'll do next is probably go into Hawks Pick'em, and then we'll talk a little bit about mid-season grades. All right, so this segment that we call Hawks Pick'em is a segment in which we, drum roll please, pick the Hawks games. <laughs> we pretty much just go back and look at the last podcast and see how we did as far as um, just predicting what games are, are going to win, the Hawks are going to win, and which games they're going to lose. Uh, just something fun that we kind of added to the podcast this year. And... Um, I haven't really checked uh, last podcast to see which games I picked, but uh, I got a feeling I didn't do too well this week, y'all. <laughs> I got a feeling that I didn't do too well this week, uh, well, this past podcast. So let's hear the sound from the last podcast, and uh, we'll see how I did. Sacramento Phoenix. So to recap, they're going to lose to the Clippers. They're going to win Sacramento. 
They're going to lose to Utah, beat Phoenix, and lose to Washington. So I think they're going to go two and three once again. They win at Sacramento and they win at Phoenix. So we're going to come back on past. All right. So, um, class, get out your red pens and let's check our work. <laughs> Alright, so the first game I said they were going to lose to the Clippers. And that game was toward the end of January. Let me pull that one up. They actually won that game. Who would have thunk it? 123 to 118. I said they were going to beat the Kings. They lost that one. Appreciate that, y'all. <laughs> that makes me 0-2 going into these games. Let's see the third game. I said they were going to lose to Utah. And they did lose to Utah. Go ahead and put one in the win column. I said they were going to beat Phoenix. And they beat Phoenix 118 to 112. I'm batting 500. And I said they were going to lose to the Wizards. Because surely they would be tired from a long road trip. And they put up 137 points and beat the Washington Wizards. So, uh, for this week, I go 2-3. and three, Which brings my overall record to 12 and 16 so the quest for 500 is still uh we're still trying to get there man we're still trying to get there but um we're going to do this i'm trying to think we're at the all-star break and let me look at my calendar and see when my next podcast will be uh hypothetically speaking and when the next hawks game well the hawks are going to be off for like a week so, I will probably hold off on picking, yeah, we'll hold off on that, because I will probably, mm, yeah, we'll hold off on that, we'll hold off on picking the games, and we will pick the next games prior to uh, previous action, so we'll probably drop another pod, maybe another uh, miniature one on the 21st, just to take care of some housekeeping, and the games resume on the 22nd of February, so um, as of now, 12 and 16, and uh, that's Hawks Pick'em, y'all. We trying, man. We trying. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are back listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 10, season 5. Um, just want to talk a little bit about mid-season grades for this Atlanta Hawks team. Now, we wrote an article today that's up on the Hawks Beat, our latest article. Uh, make sure you go by thehawksbeat.com and check out our latest piece, simply entitled Hawks Midterm Grades, <laughs> Midseason Grades, or whatever. Um, I broke it down into four categories from guards, wings, and uh, coaches. So, And I didn't really do it by, by player. I didn't grade each player. I kind of graded the collective unit. So uh, it was kind of tricky because, you know, guys like Kevin Hooter and Kit Bazemore could, classic, could kind of be considered as wings, but they're guards. So it's kind of tricky, but I just included them in the guards discussion. So we started out with the guards, uh, Trey Young, Kevin Hooter, Kent Bazemore, Jeremy Lin, even though he's gone, Tyler Dorsey, even though he's gone, and Jalen Adams. We pretty much talked about uh, these guys as a group. And I mentioned how uh, the rookies pretty much got off to a slow start, especially shooting the ball. Uh, Trey Young, Kevin Hooter, and uh, Kent Bazemore once he got hurt. And I talked a little bit about that. 
And then I talked about how these guys have started to show some progression, though. Uh, once Kent Bazemore went down and Hooters Minners went up, um, Trey Young, uh, you know, he, he gets the um, Eastern Conference Player of the Month. I don't know who keeps on texting me while I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think for these rookies, as the season has progressed, so has their development. So that has to be a part of the grade, you know, uh, the development of Trey Young, the development of Kevin Hooter. Um, Kent Bazemore, I think Kent Bazemore has been solid. I think he's been exactly what you've needed him to be um, as a leader. He's been solid defensively as well. Uh, one of the few <laughs> bright spots defensively on this team, because as a team, this team, this, this squad has been uh, lackluster at best on the defensive uh, side of the ball. Um, Jalen Allens and Tyler Dorsey, they kind of get incomplete because they simply just didn't play much, you know. Uh, shout out to Tyler Joyce. Hopefully he can, uh, you know, get some playing time in his new uh, residence in Memphis. And Jeremy Lin, um, shout out to him as he is uh, playing with Toronto now. But Jeremy Lin has been more, he was more than a capable backup. And um, coming off an injury and just the impact that he's had while he was here, he was a model citizen. He was a great teammate. It was a joy covering him. So even though you've only only got to really cover him for like half a season, um, it was nice because you got to see, simply put, man, Jeremy Lin is a rock star. Like he is a rock star. The way he embraces his Asian heritage and the way he accepts the role that he has within that Asian community it is, it is impressive, it is to be commended, and the way he carries himself as a player and just, I mean, I'm a fan of Jeremy Lamb, man. He is a good dude, and the things that he did, like, after games, sometimes he would meet up with, you know, some of his fans and just all of the work that he did, how he carried himself. You will not find a negative word written about Jeremy Lamb for as long as he is playing the game of basketball. He is just a high character guy. I hate that he had to leave, but I understand why he left. So, again, make sure you guys check out thehawksbeat.com and see the rating that I gave this group of guys. Next up, we have the Wings. Um, Torian Prince, DeAndre Bemery, Justin Anderson, Vince Carter, Alex Porthris. Uh, you could even throw Baysmore and, and uh Kevin Hooter into the mix if you wanted to look at it from that standpoint. Um, this group, and I won't give you the grade because I want you to go read the article. Um, we talked about Torian Prince. Um, he spent some time out with an injury, and that gave way to DeAndre Bemery getting more playing time, Justin Anderson getting a little bit more minutes. But I thought that when Prince went down, it showed um, it showed peak DeAndre Bemery. You know, what he could be uh, as a player. And I'm a big DeAndre Bimry fan. You know, uh, probably our best two-way guy as far as uh, a guy that plays both ends of the court. Um, I'm a huge DeAndre Bimry fan. And, um, you know, Torian, I, th I think Torian's had a decent year. Torian is kind of what Torian is, if that makes any sense. We kind of know what we're going to get from Torian. He's shown a, a propensity to really shoot the ball well. He's shown the propensity to be a, a, a really uh, good scorer at times, but 
he still has lapses of of, of defensive uh, lapses lapses in judgment on the defensive side of the ball. And one thing that Torian and DeAndre struggle with are the turnovers. So those are the main two cogs on your on your wings side of the ball. Justin Anderson, Vince Carter. I think they've both been decent as far as providing leadership. Alex Porthras. Um, He's kind of the two-way player for the Hawks, and so when he's been here, he's been decent. Uh, when he's been at Erie, he's been balling. So I like the Porthers kid, to be honest with you. Um, I think this group has been, again, not going to give you the grades, but uh, I think this group has been good. Not great, but good, you know. So um, pretty solid group as far as the wings are concerned. Uh, third, we look at the bigs. John Collins, Dwayne Dedman, Alex Lynn, Amari Spellman, Miles Plumley. Uh, I think, that, again, this group has also been hit by injuries because John Collins, a lot of people don't remember, beginning of the season, John Collins didn't start the season. So you have Vince Carter playing the four. <laughs> 42-year-old Vince Carter starting at the four. Um, Dwayne Dedman spent some time on the injury list. Like This team has navigated through a lot of injuries. Uh, but Dwayne Dedman's injury showed... Uh, it showed how well Alex Lynn has progressed as a ball player. Alex Lynn has played exceptionally well in Dwayne Dedman's absence. Uh, he has added that three ball. He, he has proved that, look, man, you're going to have to jump out on him once he gets in that corner. You know, he's proven he can make that shot. He's been a capable rebounder. You would like to see him get better around the rim. Uh, you would like to see him get a little bit better defensively. But um, I'm big on Alex Lynn. And, and with the uncertainty of Dwayne Dedman, meaning his contract is up next year, and uh, I doubt the Hawks will resign him. And and you know that's no shade to Dwayne Dedman. I mean, he's going to get his money. I just don't think he's going to get it in Atlanta. And salute to him. Dwayne Dedman is a uh, he is a great locker room guy, very funny. And um, you know, shout out to Dwayne Dedman. But I think the Hawks' bigs going forward into the future are definitely John Collins, Alex Lynn. And Amari Spellman. Amari Spellman, they like playing him at the five at times when they go small. Um, when I talked about Amari Spellman in the piece, I said that uh, he is uh, he is developing into a really good shooter as far as you know his three balls are concerned. But I, I I'm kind of worried that he falls in love with that three a little bit too much, and that he's not developing other assets of his game. You know. Um, so that's concerning to me. Also, uh, his weight has been up and down. And I know he's been dealing with injuries. So um, that's something that, as somebody who covers a team, I really look at and I'm like, you know, just kind of take notice of, you know. As far as Miles Plumlee is concerned, uh, I didn't even really know he's on the team still. You know, <laughs> I mean, some nights he dresses, some nights he doesn't. I don't know. But he's making a ton of money. And, hey, I mean, it's good to be Miles Plumlee right now. So I guess he gets an incomplete for his part, but uh, I was really big on, <laughs> I'm really big on the bigs. Uh, I really like this group, man, and, and uh, you've seen the maturation of John Collins, who this is the season we'll look back and say, <clears throat> excuse me, this is the season we're going to look back and say, hey man, this was the season John Collins turned into a 20 and 10 guy, and going forward, this is what he needs to be. This is what he needs to be, and I went on a radio show around the during the NBA trade deadline, and they asked me about, you know, guys who I thought they were going to be trading. I was like, look, man, unless your name is John Collins or Trey Young, anything's possible. Trey Young and John Collins are going to be the foundation of the Hawks moving forward. 
And that's just a credit to how hard these guys are walked worked and a credit to both coaching staff the coaching staff last year and the coaching staff this year that has really developed these guys last but not least you look at the coaching staff um coach lloyd pierce and his staff uh, melvin hunt chris jump foster uh greg foster i mean melvin garnett matt hill pete badcock uh, i think they've done a decent job because look, even though you've only have 19 wins, even though you're only 19 and 39 going into the All-Star break, and I said again at the beginning of the year, this is a 30-win team at max. If you were to tell me that they would have the, um, they would have the injuries to Bazemore, to Deadman, to Prince, to Collins, and that you would still get close to 20 wins around the All-Star break. Sign me up. I mean, you've had to play your rookies and an awful lot. They've had a lot of minutes played, and so that's good. But still, you know, it's not it's not conducive to winning ball games because they are learning on the fly. You know, for all intents and purposes, Trey Young is a college sophomore going up against Russell Westbrook, going up against Chris Paul, and the elite point guards every single night. You have a college point guard. I mean, a sophomore point guard. Doing that, and so I think that for the most part, man, Coach Pierce and his group have done a great job. But to see the actual grades and what we have given uh, these groups of guys, make sure you tune into not, not tune into go to thehawksbeat.com and see what grades that we have um, given the students. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you guys for checking out thehawksbeat.com and checking out our podcast, episode number 10. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and connect with us on all of our social media platforms, man. We get all that content out there. We put it out there for consumption. So make sure you are out there consuming it and let everyone know that you are consuming it and that it is a good product. So we really appreciate that. We appreciate you, and as always, like I said at the end of our radio, my radio show, uh, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. If you don't know him, you need to find him and show him love, because that's all he's showing you. L-O-B-E. Peace. How to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.